Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Tea with Alsa. This is your host, Nate, and today we have a great guest. Rinola Mutroli is a contact strategy analyst at the Financial Times, one of the world's leading news organizations. Two years ago, she moved to the UK, successfully completing her studies at the City University London in information science. Rinola, it's great pleasure to have you in our podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Nate, for the invitation. It's more, I'm more than happy to be part of it. You know, this podcast is dedicated to students of Albanian heritage who are completing their studies and kind of in the gray area where they don't know what's next for them. We are curious to know a bit about this shift that you endured yourself when you were moving away from studying towards your career. Well, to be honest with you, in my case, I never had like a complete shift, like going from studies to working because I've been working during all the time. So since the second year of my bachelor studies, I started working and from them on, I just continued working during all the time. So it's like... I didn't have that, okay, let's stop studying and start working. I was yeah, always so doing both, both of parallel. them. Yeah, so I was doing both of them at the same time. Wow, but okay. I do know a lot of people that now they kind of finish university, let's say bachelor degree or master degree, and they're just kind of asking themselves and they're just like, now what? What is going to happen? <laughs> but from my experience with these people, they always find a way and they always do really well. So. It doesn't matter if you've been working or you've not been working during your studies. I'm pretty sure that everyone will find their path and they will do great and amazing. Wow, that's actually fascinating that you actually managed to have quite a demanding work, I'm assuming, from Financial Times and also completing your studies very successfully. I'm going to go later on to how you do this. Right now, I want to get more about how you came to this stage in your life where you just completed studies in the UK. Aware that you have moved from Albania and you've spent quite a lot, literally you were born there, right? Um, yeah, I was born in Albania. So you, you're pretty much used to the Albanian mindset and way of life there. And adjusting into a new life in the UK, how, how did you manage this? How, how did you get accustomed to a new environment? Did you have any support from friends and family? How was it for you? Uh, well, uh, to be honest with you, while I was in Albania, well, I, I've always been working with people that live outside Albania. So my last job there, I was working for a Spanish company. So I was kind of used with people that think differently and they they do not go like an Albanian way, an Albanian uh, mindset and all of that. Plus, I've been traveling a lot, like since, well, let's say since I was 20 up to after covid pandemic that was working like every month i was living in albania and going to a new country and i was always involved in erasmus projects i was always going out hearing and this helped me a lot coming to the uk i was not prepared at all because like i never thought i was moving to the uk because i was really good in albania so i was finished finishing my master's degree and then out of nowhere i was just checking for opportunities i failed in some of them and then I kind of, I still continued because it's, I have really funny stories about this one because I applied in a scholarship, achieving scholarship, and I went through some stages. So I was like passed the first one, the second one and all of that. And then I failed, like they just sent me, okay, you are not further, uh, you, you will not get this scholarship. Mm. And I was like, okay, fine. They didn't get me the scholarship. I hope from them wrong, I will still go in the UK. And you do that were too stubborn. Degree. You just kept going and you, yeah. you finally made it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I finally made it. And the funny thing is that I still got scholarship. So I got a scholarship from Vodafone Albania, which I'm extremely grateful. And then mm. I got a scholarship from City University of London. So I still didn't pay nothing for my studies, which is really, really amazing. And yeah. the way that I came in the UK, it actually proves that you don't necessarily need to have money because I found the scholarship and then I found a way of living through our pairing, if you know what that is, yeah, so you yeah, live yeah. with a family. Right. So for my first year in the UK, I literally paid nothing. And this made me fully aware of what people need is information. So if you have information to know all these things, then you can come from Albania to the UK, even if you have nothing literally nothing because you just grab opportunities wow. and it leads you where you are so i think that people saying coming to the uk is extremely expensive from albania because they see university fee which is like well it 50K. is okay yeah. well yeah it is really expensive but if you find opportunities you do not have like to pay for accommodation you get paid to do both of them and then you find a lot of scholarship that are available and you can do that so in my case I didn't have any money to come to the UK and still I managed to come to the UK and successfully complete the university here and then get used with the life. It was not easy, of course, but I think it was definitely worth it. So mm -hmm. now I just want to convince more people like myself to give it a try. I have so many close friends that are they're coming to the UK and they're kind of mm -hmm. not in the best economical situation. And I'm really, really happy uh, seeing their visa being accepted, seeing them moving to the UK. And only yesterday, a friend of mine, she got the visa and like she's coming to the UK. So I think it's just it's just information what people need. Wow, amazing. So, yeah. I she... love Alsa, to be honest, because yeah, yeah. it's, it's like it's all about information because it's like yeah, you find a case of someone that didn't had because we say, OK, didn't have money, which is me like I didn't have any money to come to the UK and mm -hmm. still you made it so it's it's a really good thing that more people know this and they're going to be motivated it doesn't yeah. matter where you live it doesn't matter where you're from for as long as like you work and you really really want to pursue forward you can definitely do it yeah it's actually great to have uh, you know people like yourself that are willing to contribute and also does offer that platform for everyone to just say what they can offer and uh, you know there's always going to be people out there uh, especially in Albania like students our age younger or even older you know that are interested to study in the UK but not always have the capacity financial capacity to you know make that move I'm curious myself to know is there any tricks to it how, how did you make your application stronger over time how how can students in Albania learn from your experience so the first thing are the interviews, because in everything that you do, you're going to have interviews. Right. And for getting my first job, I did 15 interviews and I got accepted in the 15th one. But during the time, after some years, I went to that point that uh, I go, like I pass every interview. So, so far, like I can't recall in the last two years, for example, an interview that I've kind of missed because it's all about being confident on what you do and what you can offer. And then about the applications, I used to do so many applications and I get I used to get like so many negative replies. And I was just mm. like, every time I got a negative reply, I was just doing more applications and not like the opposite, just kind of, okay, just leaving it. So just applying and applying and applying. So related, Exactly. Yeah. School related, I think in the UK compared with, well, not compared with Albania, but it's really easy to get accepted in universities. 
especially for master mm. degrees like it's really straightforward because you have like i applied in three universities i got accepted in three of them Mm -hmm. My brother, for example, is coming to the UK this year. He applied in three universities. He got offers from th three of them because wow. they require like a motivation letter. And usually we do have a really good grades from Albania. So it's kind of easier for us to apply. And regarding mm -hmm. the scholarship, you just have to search literally all the time. Because if you want to make something happen, so you kind of you have to look, OK, I wanted to come to the UK. I couldn't afford to pay 15K. So what was the first thing that I needed? I needed a scholarship, which was mm. the first one. It was the Chevin scholarship. I gave it a try. I couldn't get that one. What are the other scholarship? Every university, they usually offer scholarship, even though if it's going to be like 2K or 5K or 10K. And then you find like other scholarship going on in companies. For example, the one that I found was from Vodafone. Mm -hmm. And it was the first year that they applied their scholarship and they kind of, you see the criteria, and then kind of you hit the criteria and all of that. But I think the most important one is to have faith. And if you want something else, yeah. yeah, to truly believe on that one, because in my case, so coming from Albania to the UK, you have kind of to do the university application and then you have to do the visa application. Mm -hmm. So even in that point that I was doing my visa application, I had not win my scholarship yet. So I booked the day to go to give to do my visa application. Right. And uh, I won the scholarship, like the most important one, only one day before that. So I had prepared everything like without the scholarship. Wow. And then when I got that one, like it was just like a plus and I was like not even expecting that one. But it's because mm. I was like truly believing that, OK, I was coming to the UK and I was going to do this university. And then asking people because I know that living in the UK is really expensive. Uh, you hear mm -hmm. people going back, you know, been on everywhere saying, okay, the rent is 1000 per month. The bills are so expensive, which is true to be honest with you. Like, it's not a lie. It's, it's really not expensive. ideal. No. Yeah, it's really expensive to live in the UK, but then you search, okay, if you're a student, what can you use? You can use the whole accommodations, which tend to be cheaper. Yes, indeed. There is another opportunity, like you can find the houses that you kind of, you can just, uh, they have cheaper rent. So you just kind of, people that are planning to save the, to sell the houses, but then they rent the houses. So there is like an option there to find cheap accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware, and then yeah. The, yeah. And the third one is like the, the au pairing. So I lived with an amazing, an amazing family for a mm -hmm. year. And they had two little kids aged 10 and 8. So I used to take care and look after them only for four hours a day. I didn't have rent and I was getting paid for that as well. And I like wow. I had no bills. So that's how I made to have accommodation uh, to get paid so I could pay the metro, kind of the coffees and theater, cinemas yeah. and all of that. And then at the same time, like I got my university fee covered. So yeah, that's like that's how i did it and so you're saying opportunities are there you just have to look for them and kind of make use of them you, you need to be surrounded by people that want the best of you because yeah in my case like a friend of mine she's based now in france and she told me for example about the au pairing and right. she tried it herself and like it worked for her in france as well so it's not something in the uk mm. and then for scholarship like we all know that there are plenty of scholarships out there so when you do that cover letter just I think take it really seriously and just write that letter like you are winning the scholarship, you know, mm. it's like have a total faith that, okay, you're going to get that scholarship. But even if you don't get that one, just keep searching because there are like plenty of them. And yeah, just 
keep searching. Great advice, not... great advice, yeah. invaluable. <laughs> not... I, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few listeners that we might have from Albania that uh, are very interested to know about this topic. And thank you for sharing with us. Um, yeah. From your own experience, uh, what would you say actually are the key differences between higher education in Albania and in, in the UK? Like, how do you compare the two? Because uh, you've been in both of them. Well, I've, I've been in both of them. And um, I think it depends from the subject because I'm kind of going to be a little bit, well, not selfish, but I'm going to say the, the education that I had in Albania was kind be of... be honest, if you have to say anything bad like, about so Albanian like, education, no, the, go for it. No, no, no. I, the truth is that I'm going to say something good. So it's like the okay. education that I, that I had in Albania, like I, in Albania, I did a master's degree, which was like two years. And right. I was attending university five days a week, six hours each day. Mm-hmm. And okay, the cost of that one, let's say, was like £2,000 for two years. In the UK, I paid 15 point five k through scholarship but Mm. the lessons were only two days per week and it's only four hours per day so it's like there is a huge difference compared with albania so not as intensive it was not intensive at all and it was like but maybe maybe like it's only in my personal situation because maybe so i had done five years in albania and what i did here was just like let's say kind of similar things yeah and i go back to the point that i didn't kind of search really well which university which models and all of that and Mm -hmm. let's say i just kind of choose the name of university but the one that i did in albania like prepared me way more for the one that i did here and i found i found university here like really easy it's like I, I can't believe it that is maybe for people that coming from Albania but it was like so easy and I keep telling to my brother because he's, he's coming this year and he's going to the same university as me I'm gonna do not worry at all if you did five years in Albania you're gonna be really 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 well here because it's yeah I think for us it's really easy I don't mm. know why maybe <laughs> the things we have done in Albania are like more advanced and all of that but yeah I do agree actually I, I found yeah, I personally have gone through that process earlier in my life, transitioning from uh, primary school in Albania to primary school here. And it, it, there's quite a big of a difference between the level of studying in, in Albania. It's way more, way more expansive. And you learn about things earlier than uh, in the UK. That's for sure. So it's like I can give an example. So let's say from programming side, I've done programming in Albania. I've done it since bachelor degree and then furthermore in master degree and, and I've done really advanced things. And here in the UK, like we did kind of only the basic and the easiest things ever. And mm. I was like, is this really programming that we're doing here? But but adding to this one, well, it really depends which subject you're on, which university. and because. Right. I have had friends of mine that they've kind of done five days a week, five hours per day and all of that. But in my case and in my situation, I, I found the university in Albania way more constructive and way more efficient, let's say, than the one in the UK. Plus adding to this one, like the COVID and everything, online learning, not being able to go to the university as well, because half of my studies went through COVID. So that's that is adding to it as well because we didn't do the labs we weren't able to go to use the facilities Mm. and all of that yeah the buildings are way cooler in the uk but uh, literature related albania i think i vote for albania but still again the uk one i think 
I see it mostly like a key. So if I have a degree in the UK with this key, I can open many doors. I have a degree in Albania, but I I can use those to my personal skills, but they do not open me many doors. So let's say it's like, mm. because, so it's like the city university in, in financial times there is the third university for the number of employee. So yeah, so it helped me to be honest. It's like, well, if I was from city and this was a plus for me, because if they say, let's say I was from University of Tirana, it's gonna be like, oh, is this in Honolulu uh, or what not? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I do hear a lot of students my age, peers my age, that uh, complete their studies in you know not not the best universities, you know, not Harvard and Oxford, you know, oh, not yeah. the top league ones, but they still do get quite a good career going because of you know links between their universities and it's it's interesting the way this happens but i think there is a correlation on that one because i think because well uh, let's say like in the ft those top universities they might be like in a higher levels and all of that and uh, then you have the other employees and that's it there is like a spread of universities but still there is a link on that one because i think they they do graphs and stats and all of that and they right. say okay there is a prediction so if from the past i've received 10 20 or 50 employees from mm. x university and let's it's say if it, yeah. 10 of them were like amazing employees so i'm taking the risk to take from that again mm -hmm. which is going to give me like the prediction of um, having good employees is going to be like okay it's going to be okay so yeah yeah so, so you've done masters in albania and in the uk so in a way you're a master of masters um, <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say is the main beneficial factor of doing a master degree in general like how does that promote your uh career later in life how, how does it boost your career okay well this is interesting because for example i did the master in albania not not because i chose to but it's kind of okay you have to do the bachelor degree and you are not complete if you don't do a master degree mm -hmm. and then i did the master degree in the uk because it was the only way for me to come in the uk so it's like it's not mm. that i kind of choose both of them i think that it's way better to start a job to find out what you like like what you really like and then right. you can go and pursue a master degree because in that case you will know way more in what you want to be invested in because if you see my case i am a disaster and it's like it's really funny because with my education, I, I, I belong everywhere because I've done computer science as bachelor mm. and then I've done information system and then information science, which is not something great because you know a lot of things and you know nothing at the same time. And I used so, to joke. I used you're to not joke an expert my... at a specific uh, field. You mean. Exactly. So, well, it's like, well, I am, well I, I am an expert on a specific file, but I am like in many files, which makes it like really funny because I do know a lot of things and these do That's not help thing, me. That's a good thing I'd say, yeah. Well, yeah, but sometimes it does not help me because it's like, if there is something, a project popping up that is not exactly with what I'm doing, I'm like, I have a really high interest on that one because I know a lot of things for that one too. And in long, in long run, it makes me like, I don't know, try many things, but still. Mm. I'm happy that I did the master degrees and but I would suggest find out what you like first and then invest in master degrees Definitely. rather than just yeah. just going straight university after university after university. You're gonna be spending quite a, at least a year in the UK and in Albania. Uh, you said two years, right? So yeah. it's, it's not years. you don't wanna waste those years, right? You wanna make sure exactly. it's worth, worth 
what you I, I I never wanted to study so much, and I I used to make fun with my best friend because she we were like in high school together, and she went through medicine. I was like right. messing with her and being like, oh my god, are you gonna be in medicine and studying so many years? And I ended up doing exactly the same <laughs> thing. And it's like I always told her, okay, well I've been studying for six years, and that's how long your medicine school is. So technically, yes, you will last. Last, so it's like, but still, it's. I enjoyed being a student, and probably I will be a student again. But um, I'm just taking a, a year, a gap year off from studies. Yeah, of course, you deserve studying. a good break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> detach yourself from your from that mindset of just you know taking information and just relax. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, a, a break is good every now and then. Um, Rinora, you are, as we said, uh, one of the mentors in. ASA's mentorship scheme. Can you tell us about this opportunity and how you are willing to support uh, your mentees? And if, if there's someone listening to this podcast that might be interested, let's say, in how they could come to the UK to do a master's or like wh what are all the reasons why they should opt for you, let's say, as a mentor? And I'm aware uh, applications are closed at the moment. They but... think they will open again. So but they that's will really... Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, so since since high school, I've been part of Junior Achievement um, of Albania, and that's an organization, and I think it's a global level as well. Mm -hmm. And I've been in that one, like in high school, and that's like the first kind of me meeting someone who is going kind of to mentor and teach you. And I've had the opportunity during my life to meet amazing people and to learn a lot from them let's say like in project related volunteering related because i've volunteered like a lot and mm. then let's say work related having someone to tell you the right things it's not like the right things to do but having someone to to tell you opportunities to give you tools it, mm -hmm. it kind of shorten your way if let's it say gives you're you shortcuts, go. For sure. exactly yeah. it gives you shortcut in many many things because someone can know many things, let's say, in your file, then he's going to give you the information which is really valuable. I've had people giving that to me and I'm, st I, I'm still like in a mentorship scheme as well because like even in the FT, we have like the mentoring program and mm -hmm. I'm constantly being mentored by other people as well, which is like really, 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 it's a really good opportunity. And when I saw the also one, I was like, okay, this is something really cool because I really want to help now someone. Now it's my turn. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, I know so many things and I really, really want to help someone. And I think it's the basic things because it's like the first one kind of to believe in yourself, kind of to mm -hmm. feel special, to know many things that you, you're able to do and to be able to to have opportunities given by other people. Right. And in, in some cases, just, well, it's like to have someone to guide you. Let's say, for example, I had I had the, the opportunity to do like an amazing interview with uh, one of my men, the one, the girl that I'm going to be mentoring for this project. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. But like when, when I had the interview with her, it's like they're the basic questions and the basic things that someone wants. Okay, for example, I'm an university student. How can you help someone? Okay, if you're an university student, okay, let's say your goal is to have good grades. I will be there with you to contribute on that one. Like if you need any tools, I, will, I can be able to provide, let's say my FT subscription for you. I, I can mm -hmm. be able to provide all the programs that I use for you. I can be able to suggest you all the newspapers, all, all the websites everything mm. that you need to use even though like it's not 
well, if you have someone that is 100% like in your file, it's easier. But if even if you have someone that is, is kind of looking direction, it's easier, easier as well. So I would say to someone, so if you are thinking to go into a mentoring program, just do it because there is nothing bad or wrong that it can happen, but there are only good things. So you, yeah. you will be the, you will have the options kind of to talk with someone that has maybe different ideas for you. But it's like, it's, it's going to challenge you. And if kind of you think, okay, well, that's, let's say that's the end and that's the line. There is way more than that. So mm. it's like, just, just challenge yourself and give, give it, give yourself a chance and kind of to improve it and to improve yourself and i really love this project and i'm really looking forward to it and to start and all amazing things that i think we can be able to do i'm I'm really excited for that one like but i think like in short words it's like you give someone shortcuts and you tell someone okay please don't lose time in those things because i lost my time and you don't have to (laughs) so like you can go in this path it doesn't necessarily mean that okay go exactly in that path but like it's a warm suggestions and all of that plus yeah it's someone kind of to guide you and if i go back to the first example like if you're studying and you have something someone that is mentoring you you can be like okay uh, where is your situation with your assignment what have you done with your exams like how is the overall situation yeah. and it's good it, to have someone there by your side that just checks in with you like how you're doing with exactly. a certain project at university or yeah yeah exactly so, but even let's say there if there is because if there is an interesting article to read if there is an interesting click if there is like an opportunity uh, what uh, me and uh, the girl that I will be mentoring we're planning to do is like we can give it a try on the business side as well because mm-hmm. I've always been into startups and we, while we had our conversation we discovered that she has a high interest in business side as well so the fact that I'm part of one of the biggest UK startup like currently it gives me so many resources and we can try together and we can be together like what are the things that you want to learn what are the things that we want to do okay let's try something let's fail together but at Mm. least we will learn something and I tell well oh my god it it sounds like I was gonna say the younger generation but yeah I'm getting old I need to accept that (laughs) and carry on (laughs) but it's like this our audience you know we expect it to be anywhere from you know 16 to 30 years old even older so you know but exactly but still I tell people I tell people that are like younger than me please never think that kind of you're wasting your time Mm -hmm. or I'm pretty sure that everyone everyone kind of spends at least one hour per day scrolling on instagram on facebook on snapchat and all of that Mm -hmm. i'm not telling like don't do this one but please if you have the opportunity to be mentored and which is literally like one hour per two weeks let's say one hour a month give it a try you know better use of time for sure exactly because you're gonna you're gonna thank yourself later because so i've so i've like started to work i think well kind of seven years ago and mm. I'm, I'm thinking i have three more years when i do a decade like exactly 10 years that i've been like in relationship with people and all of that that i will kind of know better after 10 years and then i can go in like in the next milestone of my life mm. like in but in the Tell us a little bit side, more about this i'm curious to know like where do you see yourself 
I, I I'm not driven motivated but my by money at all like I see that I see that one just like an object that can be used right. and it can benefit so the things so it's like I have three years so to do a decade like 10 years of working being in relationship working relationship with people and mm-hmm. the first thing that I want like I'm, I'm aiming to open my own business Okay. Well, probably like in a year time like and then it was it will start like in a row and i would love to have my own startup as well in tech field but the thing that is close closer to my art is a charity work so i'm really 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 looking forward kind of to have a charity organization that probably is going to operate in albania but i think even in the uk as well because i I love helping people and mm-hmm. for the moment I'm just gathering like technical skills and all of that and um, I'm hoping uh, well in three years time I should have my charity and all of that like it's kind of the things that I'm working for and the, th- the reason why I'm working for and why I'm doing things like the first one is to help people and mm-hmm. um, I think that's in my goal list I think the charity is kind of the first thing like a business is the second and the startup is the third thing so I have these three things and but I I really hope when I listen to this one after three years I'm going to be like okay I did it but I'm really sure that I'm going to do it like I have no doubt at all it's it might be hard and all of that but it's going to be a similar situation to how you got your university placement so you're just going to say I'm going to do it it's going to (laughs) happen doesn't matter how exactly yeah well my dad always that, used that to say great, for me that's that. a great mindset <laughs> yeah but no but my dad yeah my dad always used to tell me it's gonna be he was always saying like so my name is renora but they just call me nora and it was like nora always used to never tell what she does but she always used to do what she tells that she's gonna do mm. which i think yeah it's, that's amazing it's really yeah. amazing yeah yeah so oh. really looking forward to it well, there is one final question. I think that would be the best way to finalize this um, episode. Of course, you already told us a lot about how students could get some sort of edge towards their studies um, and later in their career. Is there one particular feature or factor that you stand out as the most important one? One major tip, let's say, that you would give to an Albanian student, no matter where, what what should they embrace from their culture their heritage and how they should see their next steps like is is there any way you think that that Albanian heritage for you at least has given you that sort of strength we've seen a lot of resilience in your story a lot of you know drive and stubbornness what, what would you say is that one factor you could be one of these by the way that I mentioned but what, what would you say is the major factor that well, we, we should embrace I'm going to say what I always say, like Albanian, that we are like really, 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 really smart people. So we should we always, uh, no, I think we really are. So I think we should always keep this in mind. We're really smart and it's shown because I know like lots of Albanian, I'm really proud seeing Albanian doing extremely well in different fields, which is like mm-hmm. amazing. And the fact that we are really smart, however, we should combine it with hard working and not mm-hmm. giving up. So it's just like keep working during uh, like during all the time. It doesn't matter how hard like it's going to be. Just keep working and do not give up. I know it sounds like a cliche and everyone telling it, but trust me, it worked in my case. It will work in many, many other cases as well. And if you want an advice from my side, as mm-hmm. I keep mentioning during all the time, I think it's information. Just 
try to get as, as many information as possible, try to be informed. Let's say open a LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. Open a LinkedIn account. Try to log in at LinkedIn at least ten minutes per day. Okay, don't spend one hour like you do with other social medias, but start it from there. Just just check for the things that you want. Let's say if you want to do a bachelor degree, check for university. If you want to do mm -hmm. a master degree, check for scholarship. Check for opportunities because there are many projects, there are many organizations, there are many opportunities like. People, they just have to search and they need to have the right network of people to be able to do so. So, I don't know. But they like, need to be in the look. Yeah, they exactly. Can't just information sit. is, so, yeah. exactly. Information like is the best, is the best one because there are like so many projects because I don't know, like just putting yourself in the middle of the things, let's say mm. in the volunteering side, just going in international projects the the one that i was two years ago it was a volunteering project in romania and there mm. were like 100 people from different countries of the world so you wow. you kind of you kind of get the essence or the idea of like many from many countries many cultures, yeah exactly and like just put yourself into that one like just search for trainings just search for opportunities but please please be informed and mm. another thing that i would say uh, is uh, it's not kind of search for help but do not do not fear to ask people or to search for information because people are really willing to help mm -hmm. and even in albania like if you search like if you just don't be afraid to send an email to someone don't be afraid to send a message to someone don't be afraid to st even someone like it can be really accomplished and all of that they an might not reply for, but you know it's still worth it in many yeah? cases like yeah. Yeah, it is definitely worth the shot like another example that i have when i came in the uk like okay i i so I was taking care of two little kids. I was going to university and I was being, I was starting to be part of a UK startup. And then I still felt like I had some time. So I just wrote to one Albanian businessman here in the UK. And I just text, I kind of saw its life story and I just texted him on Facebook and I was like, hi, I just came from Albania and I would love kind of to come in your company and kind of to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And he replied to me and I went there and kind of I learned some other things there as well. So it's like, just give it a try. Because in the end of the day, if someone says no, you lose nothing. But if you do not try, yeah, there are so many things that you lose in that case. So don't forget, Albanian people, you're really, really smart. But please keep it up, like be hardworking. And just remember that information nowadays is everything. Just, just mm -hmm. be informed most of the times. And please do not feel free to reach out to people, ask for advice and all of that. On my personal experience, I've been able kind of to help many people, let's say, to come from Albania in the UK, like during all their process on the visa application, on the university mm -hmm. application, accommodation and all of that. And Amazing. if someone needs any help, please kind of feel free to contact uh, to contact also. But if you need to contact me directly, please feel free to do that too, because I'm more than happy to help everyone. Like sure. just pop me a message, just pop me an email, just find one of my social medias linkedin gmail facebook however just find a way and i will be able to help wow. it's like your heart is full when you see many people in well let's say you're in the in another country but they're kind of doing so well wow that's just yeah. great to hear and we are really grateful to have you as one of our mentors and so we'll i'm more than happy to be part here. of it thank you so much and Thank you for being part of this uh, episode, by the way. it's uh, It's been a great pleasure having this interview with you. And definitely, it is going to add a lot of value to the listeners, for sure. 
And I do look forward to meeting you in person and getting to know more about your projects and what is going on. Yeah, as you said, if anyone wants to catch up with uh, Renora, she's available. LinkedIn for sure is one platform that is recommended to contact not just Renora in this case, but uh, any people you look up to definitely go for it. So thank you so much, Renora. It was a great, great pleasure. Yeah, thanks for the invitation and really, really looking forward for the other project of Alsa. And I promise that I'm going to be here and I'm going to volunteer for as long as I can. And I really like helping students. So I think this is the best platform for me. Looking forward to the projects and everyone yeah, stay sure. safe and uh, everyone hope you have a really loving time. Thank you.